Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am the icon, the living legend, the queen, uh, king, uh, Lee from the D, who's currently living in Bed-Stuy. I am a bitch that's limping around through Queens because legs are fucked up. Um, I'm gonna say this, bitch. Uh, hashtag bedside do or die, gang gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, listeners, you might hear Aaron in the background because yeah, it's fine. If he jumps in to say things, it's fine. He was watching this with us, so he can jump in and say things if he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, also fairly drunk. Um, you're gonna lead this entire discussion. <laughs> yeah, I should have took better notes then. Um oh, oops. I, I got enough. I've watched it a few times. Bitch, does your shirt say box eater? Yeah. You fuck it. I should have bought you the curve. Hell. And is that a big pride? Mm-mm. Nope. So, don't you tarnish about, sweetie like that. So, is this fun fact or about, it's Lotto, but fun fact about this. Aaron <laughs> gonna say, aren't they both the same? I mean, yeah, truthfully. Um, so, <laughs> I want, I needed makeup sponges. Okay. And this is the only cup that this is the only vessel that had makeup sponges in it was this damn cup okay so i I don't know they didn't have any you know the little um like beauty blender sponges yeah they always come in weird containers i don't know why i don't just come in normal ass fucking boxes but every time i try to get these come in a bag or a cup or something stupid and because they want to make it an affair right this is the only option that they had was this, and it had all these rainbow color sponges in it. And I was like, okay, I just need beauty blenders. <laughs> what company did this to you? Is my question. I mean, I got this at Burlington. Coat Factory? Yes, but you know, they dropped the Coat Factory. They're just Burlington now. They can never drop the Coat Factory. It ain't on their sense no more. Really? Yeah, they just Burlington now. They, just, they dropped the Coat Factory. I guess. Okay, work. It's like when Mervyn's became Mervyn's California. Bitch, I forgot all about Mervyn. You old ass bitch. Why? Why you and Aaron start? Why did you and Aaron start laughing? Who remembers Mervyn's California? You remember that commercial where that white lady was standing in front of the door talking about open, 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 open. You know what? So that commercial plays in my head all the time. I love that commercial. But no, because listen, because for years I have attributed that that commercial to Kmart. I did not remember it was for Mervin's. Bitch, that was Mervin's <laughs> Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I've attributed that commercial to Kmart forever. That was when um, corporations were like, we're going to sell California as an idea and a lifestyle because you yeah. had Disney. What's it, Disney California? Yeah. Yeah. You had Disney California, Mervyn's California. It was just like, 
it was a thing. It was like, you're going to, like, California was the epitome. It was like, everything was in California and New York. It was like the epitome of, like, Exactly. Border. It was yeah, like, oh, SoCal. Yeah. So. For those of you who don't know, SoCal is Southern California. I only learned that in the past couple of years. Are you serious? You know what? Never mind. I didn't know what it was, bitch. SoCal. It, it, it literally doesn't matter. Well, you but, gotta uh, remember that this was the same time that low calorie like chips ahoy was a thing. So I thought it right. was a calorie. That's why thing. I said, you know what? Never mind. It doesn't. <laughs> everything was. A, that was the time. That was this dark time where everything was abbreviated and it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get into the bullshit of what sorry, we're I just say, this woman falling over. I know it's really really throwing me off. <laughs> before we get into the heaviness and the bullshit of what we're doing. I have to start by saying reality TV's favorite maybe gay is going to jail. Todd Chrisley and his wife oh. have been convicted on like 10 counts of bank fraud and, okay. and tax evasion and Bitch, I thought whole, you were about to talk about the Red Power Ranger, Austin St. John. I was like, I'm sure he's not gay, but yeah, he's going no. to jail. Is he? I didn't even know that. Bitch, he's going to jail. Oh, I didn't know that. PPP loans, and apparently he had a bunch of guns. That doesn't surprise me. I surprised the fuck out of me, because nigga, I thought your ass was still sitting there talking about Tyrannosaurus with that red-ass sword. No, because when he popped up in the in that new woke Power Rangers movie, you know, the one where one of them was gay or some shit. Oh, I, the the reboot movie. That yeah, was when he horrible. Popped, it wasn't that bad. No, it was trash. It wasn't the original Power Rangers movie, but it wasn't that bad. It, it was, was a reboot and it was garbage. Like as a Power a Ranger fan, full I was stop. disgusted. It was a reboot, full stop. That's all you need to say. It was a reboot. They but anyway, did better. when he popped up in that, I kind of knew that he was going through some some things with the things but <laughs> no so yes they're going to jail for tax evasion and bank fraud it's a it's actually quite a wild story there's millions of dollars involved yeah and there's like all the different ways they was scamming. like he like he went they went to small banks and inflated their net worth to get big loans and then promptly file for bankruptcy. So the $20 million that he owed would just go away. So he pulled a Trump move. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, if you care about Ty Chrisley and you like Chrisley Knows Best, which I can say I have never seen a full episode of that show, but clips of watching him and his black ass granddaughter is very funny to me. But Bitch. <laughs> I've watched maybe like three episodes of it and I was very confused and honestly uncomfortable. I have for years been trying to figure out if this man was gay. I was like is he gay or just southern? I'm very confused. So <laughs> I saw a, a friend a little bit earlier and he actually mentioned this mm. and <laughs> he was talking about how apparently rumor is um, that a young man came out and was like yeah we were having sex for years. Yeah I heard that too. Which kind of makes sense not yeah, to be I heard, I heard he was down there in like ideas of what masculinity or what gay bodies or queer bodies should be but i was like this man is okay i heard he does miss chrisley knows does she know what's going on because this nigga well, don't even know what's best from what i have heard i will say have heard i cannot confirm 
nor deny if these things are true. But from what I have heard, it is they are married, but they're married strictly for show purposes. Okay, so it's um, funny too because we were talking about this, and I introduced this friend to the concept of Jesse. Remember when me and Jesse were talking about we were going to get married for nothing yeah. more than benefits? That's what. But that was love, though. Like there's genuine no, love between each other, not that's romantic. What I, that's what I think this is. That's what it has been said to me that this is. It is they were they have been friends for years. When the opportunity well not they got married well before the opportunity for the show presented themselves which is why they were partners in the business when they were opening the business they got married so they could present themselves as like a husband and wife team to draw more people into the business okay and then the idea of the show presented itself and they stayed married even though they both had separate relationships outside of their marriage and their respective partners were very quiet about it for the sake of the show. Okay, that makes sense. That makes far more sense. This is, at least that's what I've heard. I can't confirm. I don't know these motherfuckers, so. Okay. But now off into the very traumatic, traumatic. Actually, hold on, bitch. Have you seen the first episode of The Real Housewives of Dubai? Not yet watch it the only person that you're gonna like is caroline brooks i can see that she's the only person that i like i mean i've seen the i've seen like clips of their like openings or whatever actually i like the other caroline too actually there's only two people that i don't like lisa and chanel 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 (laughs) we just gonna call that bitch chanel when his names I can't say, I don't try. <laughs> I can say it. I've just been, I've been drinking watermelon. You have not been drinking watermelon. You nasty. No, bitch, but I've been drinking. <laughs> I know you, been, I mean, I've been drinking too. But anyway, so let's get into the, to the bullshit. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying. Trigger warning, everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Also, I do... <laughs> We're going to talk about, okay, we're talking about The Way Down. It's on yeah. HBO Max, if you haven't seen it. It's the Gwen um, it's Shamblin. Gwen Shamblin. And I almost said Shinelin, but that's, Ju- <laughs> that's Judy. Shamblin, <laughs> and Fellowship Church and all their shenanigans. Um, what I will say at the top of the episode, because I want this to be understood as we get into this this conversation with these really sensitive topics. I am fully aware that any and everyone can be involved in a cult. Getting involved in I a mean, cult. And to be perfectly not- honest, like there, there are majority, let's be, let's be perfectly honest, Frank and for real, there is a good portion of Americans that are involved in things that can be classified yes. as being cults. Yes. Um, the, it does not speak to your intelligence. It's just, it's like people no. who get scammed. It never speaks to your intelligence. It's because they hit you. It's your decibel meter, right? Also, it, I want to start one. Oh, okay, girl. Uh, Bitch, <laughs> I'm uh, charismatic. Fuck that. 
it's the death spot meter. Like people, it's just like when you Except I wouldn't have people kill themselves or lose weight with a narcissist or anything else people hit you where you're that's vulnerable. truly what it is it's about narcissism people hit you where you're vulnerable and it tend and it sticks and some people stay with it longer than others right yeah that being said let's get into the bullshit i mean let's be perfectly honest me and okay me and lauren almost got drafted into a cult i almost got pulled into one bitch right okay so here's the thing we go to this meeting, right? And <laughs> it was a friend of Lauren's, okay? She's mm-hmm. like, oh, let's go to this meeting. We'll check it out. I said, okay, let's have fun. Let's do it. Bitch, when they started talking about their own math, it was time to go. And both of us looked at each other and was like, bitch. And she said, bitch. <laughs> I... And we collected our things, our pocketbooks, and a little bit of dignity we still had left, and we left. A friend of mine asked me to go to church with her. And I said, sure, why not? This is when I was still exploring my spirituality and religious Before beliefs. you bought a box eater t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, so we, I go to the church and I'm listening and, you know, I'm just listening because the thing is like, I'm a lot like my dad and it's like you kind of take and learn from every religion every yeah spirit, every type you of You pull spirit. the Jada Pinkett Smith. Let's not <laughs> Let's not no, we have to acknowledge it. Let's leave her where she is for now. <laughs> I have extremely complicated feelings about her. Let's leave her where she is for now. Fair, same. Um <laughs> So I'm sitting there and, you know, I'm listening and listening and it's like, you know, kind of just taking it all in. And then there start being talks of (laughs) it's so ridiculous now as I'm older. So they start talking about the diets that was like the religious diet that's a commonplace thing in cults very much so very much so i was like 21 22 and i only cult i knew at that time was heaven's gate i did not know what the hell was going on yeah (laughs) it's like they're talking about the religious diet and it's like you have to be on a special diet which leads right into what we're about to talk about so it's like see no shade but it's kind of a throwback that's a touch of a throwback to prior episodes mm-hmm. where we were talking about doc Antle mm-hmm. and the special diet he had yep. when it came to the women that he was yeah engaging with yeah so it's like all this talk about this special diet and then they started talking about you have to live this minimalist lifestyle. And I was like, mm, this is going to a weird place for me. So is it like art minimalism where everything is white and you have a singular table? No, it's you give all your belongings to the church. Oh, girl, fuck you. But and that's what I'm saying. It was like, this is going to a weird place. So I'm just going to yeah. leave. And I hope y'all find what y'all looking for. Yeah. Um, She eventually got out of there because I think she realized 
what she was knew happening. something wasn't right. She knew yeah, something and was... she got out of it before she got too deep. She realized what was happening. <laughs> something ain't right in the state of Denmark, and it's not their cheese. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark. Is that what? Oh, it's something rotten in the state. Yeah, because God remember on right. the Golden Girls, she says it's their cheese. They don't use refrigeration. <laughs> You don't remember that episode, do you? <laughs> no, I remember her saying something's not right in the state of Denmark. And something's it's... right in it because she was talking about directly dating that little short dude, and he would they would only go out like super late. And, she, and that's when Blanche said something's right in the state Oh, of the Denmark. little short dude with the beard. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Rose was like, it's their cheese. They don't use refrigeration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a Golden Girls reference for everything. <laughs> Almost did, oh, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> So this goes into Gwen Shamlin. She grew up super, super religious, super conservative. In, super poor. Yes. In Tennessee, yeah. her family, her mom was very old school with the You got to clean your plate, clean your plate. We don't waste nothing. Yeah. And with that, she developed a super unhealthy relationship with food. Yes. And, and not just like that, but when we're talking about like European standards of what beauty is, yeah. not European, but just like white woman standards of what be- mm-hmm. beauty is at that time, mm-hmm. everything was really about as being as thin as, as possible. As thin as possible, yeah. So it was like she developed this really unhealthy relationship with food. She grows up, she goes to college, she gains like 15 pounds. 15 and but while she's in college, she's studying to be a nutritionist. Yes. And through that, honestly, that 15 pounds should probably just look healthy with flat hair. Oof, the hair. We'll get there. Yeah. She's like Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> Shut up. So big because it's full of secrets. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, also, I know that we've done some of these episodes in person, but shit, Queens to Brooklyn is a long distance relationship for real. So, and I was working. Some of these gonna be virtual still. Yeah, but it's um. So she, you know, she while she studied nutrition, she learned about a minimalist diet. Yeah, and then she gets into that, and then that she equates which really was a diet pad. Let's be it was, honest, it was. Yeah. Then at also at that time, the big fad was the religious diet. You lose weight through God. Well, she was the one that like she was really pushed. That. She was the one that made it super popular, but she wasn't yeah. by far wasn't the first. Because I looked up to see when some of these books came out. Some of these books are dated back as early as 92. So it's it's like she definitely was the biggest proponent but she wasn't the first yeah but also she- too at that time like you had few options you mm-hmm. had your what was it jenny craig weight watchers Gwen richard Fass. simmons susan Pow- susan powder weight watchers Gwen shamblin and amphetamines yeah yeah but um so through this she starts to equate food with sinfulness And it became the more food you wanted, the more you were turning away from God. Yeah. And this is kind of what... God forbid if you wanted a pork roast. Don't, yeah. Don't want a full plate because, girl, you Don't worry. We'll get to the black people. Yes, we will. So she kind of started... That was her thing, right? So she wrote books and 
she, you know, started getting super active in different churches. Mm-hmm. But in 99, she had to, she started her own church, but it's because she took the controversial stance of there is denouncing no the Holy Trinity. Trinity. There's just God. Yeah. And nothing Which else. Really shouldn't have been as okay. So in hindsight, and thinking about this, right? Everything is supposed to be like an entity of God in and of itself. And it should have been that kind of concept should not have been as controversial at the time as it was, because it's not like God, the Holy Spirit and Jesus were these quote unquote separate entities. They were Mm -hmm. all born of the same thing. They were all supposed to be truthfully speaking, but you remember charmed. Yes. They were all supposed to be three assets of the exact same, like, quote unquote, living body. Yeah. And that's not to, like, defend Gwen Shamblin at all. But in, like, hindsight and thinking about but it, it it's shouldn't like, have been this is actually what we're, as it was. What we're Especially taught. with everything else that she was preaching, this should have been the least. This should. Exactly. That we were talking about. Yeah. Like, they got very hung up on the fact that she said there's no holy trinity and ignored the fact that she said that if y'all eat food, you bitches is going to hell. She said the power of three will not set your black ass free. No, we they were about <laughs> the wrong thing. So, but it's so she starts her own church, starts Remnant Fellowship. Now, Remnant, stop, please. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I cannot handle this. She <laughs> was at Remnant, bitch. Look at her. This is what happens. You on them so, crazy ass diets, bitch. That Remnant face. Fellowship is in. <laughs> Well, it it is because it still does exist. It's mm-hmm. in Brentwood, Tennessee, which is a suburb of Nashville. It's a very wealthy suburb of Nashville. Yeah. Um, I've which only, is I've very been, important to know. I've been through Brentwood. I've seen the homes. They're very large. It is a very wealthy suburb of of Nashville, and that's important because that means everybody in her church is super wealthy. But that tends to be the thing with these, like, quote unquote, like mega pastors. Like, they always have some, they always have wealthy bodies attached to their Mm -hmm. church. The location wasn't an accident, not just because of the wealth, but also when you get those type of areas, they end, they kind of exist in a bubble, right? Because those people that live in those areas, they exist in a vacuum because they almost never leave. All yeah. their friends live in those areas. Their kids go to school in those areas. The only time they really may leave is to go to work. But when they go to work, they're working with other people who live in that area like them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I can't speak to what Nashville was then, but Nashville now is at Very least different. parts of Nashville I've been to kind of white. Like it's it's country white though. It's like yeah. but, um, no, no, Tammy no, Wynette, no, uh, was, Dolly Parton White. I was White. speaking, yes, I was saying that to more speak to the bubble that people kind of live in. Are there Black people in Nashville? Yes, there's plenty of them. But it's, oh yeah, definitely. until recently, there wasn't a lot of overlap. Like now, because Nashville is becoming kind of artsy, you're starting to see more interaction. Yeah. And you know, with that in Nashville, and I love Nashville. Go outside. The doors that K Michelle has opened. 
No, she was in Nashville. But she's from Memphis. She's from Memphis, but she was in Nashville causing, she was in Nashville essentially like holding white country stars accountable. I was about to say, wasn't she trying to, wasn't she trying to get into, yeah. Yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah, well, but that's, you know, so all that kind of speaks to why they picked this area because it's like, it really is if you build it, they will come, right? Yeah. There's churches all over Brentwood because the two things, two places you're going to always find a church is a wealthy neighborhood and the hood. You're going to yeah. always find a church. And then the hood is located next to a liquor store. And in a wealthy neighborhood, it's probably a Starbucks store. Yep. Or a Target. <laughs> One or yeah, two. or DSW. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm thinking... Which, no yeah. shade to DSW, but y'all need better locations. Y'all need better inventory. Inventory is okay. Not lately. <laughs> now, who your new buyer is, but... <laughs> Oops. Teresa Giudice, nonetheless, continue. I could see it. <laughs> There's a whole lot of Jessica Simpson shoes in DSW right about Bitch, it. ain't it? Jessica Simpson and Jennifer Lopez, although... No shade to Jessica Simpson because those are the only heels that you could run from the cops in. You would think it would be you would think it would be sis that's on the six. No, her shoe was hella uncomfortable. And honestly, atrocious. Yes. But I'm talking like put them on and stand up and was like, oh no, bitch. Like that's Uh-oh. uncomfortable. So, but anyway, so she starts remnant in 99. And she gets a pretty big following pretty fast because it's like she has this huge, gorgeous building, which I'll post a picture of the church. Well, she gets a big following pretty fast because of the time period that it was in. Exactly. So that early 90s period of time she was, was real steeped in like show. diet plans yes. and talk shows. And she talk shows continue to perpetuate these King. ideas of like diets. Like she was on Larry King Live, Ricky yeah. Page, Oprah. That Wind bitch was Ricky. probably on Montel, and I'm surprised they didn't show her on it. I don't think Montel was still on the air at this time. No, he was. was when it? she first started and started really like publicly speaking, mm. like she, I mean, he, he she probably was because I know she was everywhere else. Mama hit the circuit. She did. And Sylvia Brown was sitting there talking about I wish this bitch would shut up so I can come on and tell somebody's future. Yeah. So I can come on there and get the line to people. Let yes. me knock on what? Nope, I'm not gonna do that. Just in case. <laughs> Look, bitch, I ain't trying to block my blessings. I uprooted my life. I need every blessing that God can give me. And if Sylvia Brown was the angel of the Lord, I'm not gonna dispute it. I don't know. Something about her just always rubbed me the wrong way. I never knew what it was. Something about her just never sat right with me. Knock on wood. But anyway, so she gets a, a huge following because it's like she's she's giving you God and skinny at the yeah. same place. And, and two what more did people want in 99 but to be super religious and super thin? Yeah. Plus, there was that whole Y2K fear, too. So exactly. everybody was like, and that's you know. what I mean by what more do people want because it was 99 and people were so uncertain about what was going to happen about the future. That, yeah. That, like, and this is when cults take hold. It's like, a, a massive level of uncertainty in some sort. Yeah. Which leads people to just find anything. 
and they just grab on to anything. Yeah, unlike this woman in the background, because that bitch that bitch couldn't grab on to shit. She had her walker; it just didn't work out for her. Help! She's falling, and this bitch is never getting up. <laughs> anyway, so. There's, I can't, I can't. It's somebody's meemaw. You know this bitch was part of Grinch, Gwen Shambling shit. I don't know. She looks, I don't know. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Odell Beckham's mama, her hands when she was holding that baby up. And I was like, whose dead woman's hands is this? Her set, her, I wrote down her Gwen Shamblin's like go-to line. Mm -hmm. I wrote it down because it stood out to me. Her go-to line was fall out of love with food and fall in love, in love with God. God. Yeah. And I was like, girl, what are we talking about? Because <laughs> uh, a big part of her preaching was if you gain weight, you're sinful. Which is so strange, right? Because when we think about church and the way in which... Um, <clears throat> People perform, perform, excuse me, perform um, spirituality. Spirituality, at the end of it, you always have this time to commune. And it's always around what? Food. And that's why that line stood out to me. Because yeah. so much of... Like, even Jesus got food before the bitch was crucified. Crucified. Shut up, bitch. I'm drunk. Crucified. But I am very drunk, y'all. So much, so much of the way we practice really anything in our country, religion specifically, is tied down to rituals around food. And, and it's not even just religion, it's just us as a as individual people and cultures. A lot of how we commune and fellowship with each other, even outside of religion revolves around, around food. food right that's what i'm saying like so much of our culture revives around meeting at a table yeah around breaking bread with someone and sharing that's why they right. say eating with someone is one of the most intimate things like even this do. nigga was sitting there talking about well one of you niggas is gonna deny me three times and he still had a full ass meal yeah and it's like because even we like it's even the whole when you because so much of our religion really is wrapped with food because even yeah. praying before you eat yeah to thank god for having the food jesus gave these niggas what <laughs> he gave we these have... niggas loaves and not gluten free <laughs> and what fishes we have bake sales to fund the church we have exactly when when we when we have fish ask... fries and yeah, spaghetti dinners. When people ask for thoughts and prayers in church, we bring them food. Exactly. We're going through things. So when people are grieving, food. the first thing that we do is show up with a casserole. Exactly. It's and it's this whole idea of, well, you have so much on your plate. Let's get you a good hot you. meal. Let's, yeah. And a casserole you. is not diet friendly. Let's not be honest. It's like, you're grieving let's keep your strengths up let's exactly let's, so there's like so much of what we but we're also speaking from a very black perspective where that's something that we do we, but 
like have been taught very much so to do. And I'm not saying that white people don't do it because white people do do it. But I, very I say much that so. because like, yes, we are speaking from a very black perspective, but the black perspective is also the very Southern perspective. That's just true. And yeah. the way people practice religion in Tennessee is very different than a lot of ways I've ever seen, but it is very, well, very different in a lot of ways I've seen in a lot of other Southern states, but it is very reminiscent of what I know as a black person is how yeah. religion is practiced. Yeah. So that's why it's like- Somebody dies, her, you bring food over, you bring pies, you bring casserole. Preach this message in that space is what made it stand out to me. So we, you know, you go and she gets her members and, but it got, it was weird. It got weird. Um, yeah. Well, it, so the way down started initially as its own separate it was program a separate thing prior to the church. church. Yeah. Um, she had people that was actually working for the organization of, mm-hmm the way down yeah that had their own home churches yes and when she opened up remnant remnant whatever yeah. remnant, um yeah. she forced these people to leave in order to keep their jobs she forced these people to leave their own home churches and to become a to, part of remnant church. To where she was and be a part of remnant yeah yeah where the way down was just his own individual um and religious based diet plan people from like everywhere because everywhere one, one woman who moved from arizona um the latino ladies yeah because she was okay. running like the spanish version of the way down yeah and got and, fucked over and she got severely fucked over we'll yeah. get that in a second but it's like very much it's like if you want to be a part you have to be in nashville yep and you have to be in this church. And yeah. everything, it's slowly shifted where everything is like, you have to be in this church and you have to be like me. Everybody became very homogenous. Yeah. Everybody looked like little clones of her. Which, you remember when we did LuLaRoe? Yeah. There were a lot of things that kind of crossed over for me in watching mm-hmm. this. Same. That was very reminiscent of LuLaRoe. Like, essentially, this woman created her own version of the Tijuana Skinnies. But it's, like, not just with LuLaRoe, but also with, like, Nexium. Nexium as well. A lot of these, like, a lot of what happened... And once again, women, going back, Doc Antle, it's when you keep people under a certain calorie count, mm-hmm. brains don't function correctly, and you don't see everything for what it is because you are in such a deficit. And she had these people on diets where they could eat like once a day. Yeah. And it was only like, what, like 600 calories or something? There was a certain calorie. I can't remember. If it, it was, was I can't remember the, I know it was less. But there was a certain calorie count. Yeah. I know it was less than 1500 calories. They could drink. Oh, no, no. It wasn't calories. It was bites. They could oh, have yes. a certain amount That's of bites. A they could day. have a certain amount of bites a day. Yeah. Which usually was it usually turned into people eating one meal and then just drinking water. Yeah. And it it, it wasn't even a full meal. No. Because if I remember correctly, one count, woman was like, Oh yeah, I could have 10 bites. 10 bites a of, day. Yeah. 
and it the number of bites that you could get a day depending on how heavy you were and yeah also where you stood with the leadership as well that is also the thing there's also yeah there was the higher you rose through the church the more you were allowed to consume but which and it's like let's be perfectly honest too church leaders for remnant church are predominantly male yes except her because one her and like a a very few wives later but it was him and his wife later because even as the church grew all as the church grew and the way down became a bigger focus in the church all notions of her husband dave the original one the fat one who looked very midwestern and very handsome because he was overweight that's exactly it and so he completely like literally just disappeared yeah she felt like he was undesirable she made him stop coming to the church Mm -hmm. and then although she had always preached no divorce if you get divorced you're sinful blah 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 she got divorced she sure did and she found herself a hot new thing and she started was not that hot he wasn't that hot. Let's be honest. That nigga was not that hot. Mm-hmm. He looked like this nigga looked like an extra from La Law. <laughs> not La Law. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. He looked like he delivered the. He, he was, looked like he delivered the mail in La Law. He was like nine. For those of you who don't know what that is, cool that. Yeah, Google La Law. He was like nineties country hot, like older like a yeah. country star high like yeah. in a garth brooks kind of way i would not say that no garth brooks is more attractive but in the same okay you know he's in the alley behind i'm glad garth we brooks. can agree that garth brooks in the 90s was kind of hot no garth brooks was kind of hot he looked like a sexy ass turtle but but, <laughs> but by the time he started doing that weird ass chris <laughs> chris um Damn it. Hold yeah. on. Aaron, what was Garth <laughs> Brooks' uh, alter ego name? Chris? Oh, Chris, uh, Chris, Gaines. Chris Gaines, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> by the time he started doing that, that's what I mean by like that aging country star kind of hot, where it's like you're not really that hot, but there's you could tell once upon a time you were. You were that nigga, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of who this guy, his name was Joe Laura. Laura? Laura? Joe Laura. Laura. Yeah. L-A-R-A, Laura. But he also was kind of a scammer. Kind of, bitch. <laughs> I was trying Scam to- goddess. Like, that bitch would have been talking about him, honestly. Because he, he tw- went in from, 2020. Like, he was with somebody else. They had a child together while he okay. was with- He was with somebody. Before he was with that woman, he uh-huh. was with an actress who was in a film. Yes. With Damn it! What the fuck is that Activia bitch's name? It's escaping me. Activia. Oh, she was an Activia. Jodie Foster. No, Activia, bitch. Activia is the yogurt. I know, and she the one that do the commercials. No, who do the Activia commercials? I think Aaron is. I feel like who is it? Activia. Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs) They're not the same bitch. The fuck? (laughs) No, how dare you? They're kind of the same bitch to me. No, they're anyway, not. Not at all. Jamie Lee Curtis is you know, far more problematic 
than Jodie Foster. Miss Foster you... minds her white ass business and makes her coin. She know. shuts her white ass up and is like, I'm in this film. Come and see it. When I tell you, I can't tell you shit about Jamie Lee Curtis outside of Halloween and them damn media commercials. I don't know. Do what not follow about. this bitch on Twitter. Oh, I don't plan to. She is problematic. And it got to the point where it's like, all right, ma'am. I don't know. I'm what just going to block talking about. I don't know what she stand for. I don't know what she. That's why white, a lot of these white, white feminist actors, liberalism. Ugh. Exactly. That's why a lot of these white actors, especially the older ones, are interchangeable to me. It's very few that don't fall into that interchangeable white actress category to me. The thing is, Jody, not Jody, Jamie Lee Curtis will always stick in my mind. Because this bitch was talking about being regular with Activia. And Activia keeps you regular, bitch. Activia is nasty, though. It is, but that shit makes you poop. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, he was he was dating a woman that was in a movie with her. And she was paying for his acting classes. I think Bought him a motorcycle. And his motorcycle. I think he, like, showed up as an extra in an episode of, like, Xena or... Hercules or one of them shows that was on in the 90s. Lord, don't bring Lucy Lawless in this into this. I would have rather it would have been Kevin Sorbo. I think I can't remember if it I can't remember which one of them it was. It was one of those two shows because they came on back to back. I can't remember. Yeah. There it was the same universe at that time. Yeah, he was on one of those two shows as an extra. And like he did some extra work. He never really got anywhere. They broke up. And then he got with the this other lady who's in the documentary. Her name's Priscilla, I believe. I think so. I think her name's Priscilla. Um, she's in the documentary, but she's only important. Oh no, Patricia. That's what it was. She's yeah. only important because the two of them had a kid together. And, and she let these niggas have it through yeah, the whole she documentary. Used to get in the blues about their baby, as she should. Outside of that black woman that's like, I slapped the piss out of you. She was my baby. I was saving that. <laughs> Oh, that, that was just a taste because there was so much more. <laughs> I was saving her. She read these niggas to filth. Also, she said, miss me like the broad side of a bus and I had to pause. <laughs> anyway. When I tell you, I had we'll to get there. <laughs> had we to will pause. get there. I cackled. I had to pause. So she, you know, he gets with this other lady they they make this plan to move to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're going to go. They're going to get jobs. They're going to set up. He was supposed to be pursuing his country music his career. Country music career. She was like, I don't know where this came from, but all right. She was like, I'm going to support my man. Yeah. I like, stand yeah. by yeah. your man. He was like, that's my man. And I'm going to stand by him. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's my man. I'm going to stand by him. <laughs> I so, Honestly, I just kind of want to send this bitch a bonnet at this point. Really? She was up on stage like that one white boy with his white boyfriend trying to rap and he trying to dance. Shut up. <laughs> Shut in the white pants and that yes. maroon in the white pants. burgundy and maroon pants, top. Maroon Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt. <laughs> That boy wasn't hitting on nothing, but he said, that's my man. I'm going to stand by him. <laughs> she, she sure did. So he was supposed to get a job, but he refused. And she was just like, yeah, I don't know about this. And then she looked up and he 
up and married the Gwen Chandler. Like, it no, was- they had a plan. So they were going to move to Chicago. Yeah, they were going to move to Chicago. Years. But he didn't. And through this, he met Gwen Chandler. And it's like they got married so fast. Yeah, because he's a scammer. Because he's a scammer. They got married super fast. And she was just like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. So he then falsely accused her of molesting her daughter, trying to get custody in the custody battle. Yeah. The daughter. And that was a whole thing. And because he wanted his daughter. And then he started appearing in all the remnant everything. He's everything yeah. is. Like he, he like became. The face that Gwen wanted her yeah. previous husband to be. Mm-hmm. Pre- previous husband um, was, and forgive me for this. Um, I'm going to say this in a way as as much as I can in a way to not be fat phobic at all. But that man was like old and fat. But that's not which he really wasn't. I mean, I don't see that as fat phobic, but that is because that's what they said about him. That's the what I wanted to put that like precursor beforehand. Yeah. Because I was just like, you just look like a Midwestern dad. He he looked like a regular guy in Tennessee to me. That's it. He like, looked like a nigga that like like hot chicken. He looked like every guy that on goes white bread, like Sunday, whatever Sunday dinner. Like nothing about this man was remarkable or you know he was just he, he was, was just very, like a dad he was a very regular person but that's not what she wanted because by this time the hair had started to grow the, the the more pounds the more weight she lost the higher the bigger the that hair, hair got. got it was like a fucking chia pet this but hair, there is that like that <laughs> southern belief of like the higher the hair the higher the, closer the hair to God. The yeah. yeah it is it it comes from the beauty pageant circuit, but yes. Because they also say the higher the heel, the closer the guy. I mean, hey, look, do what you want to do. Just don't put my ass in a cult where I got to watch what I eat. Unless this it's going what, in my mouth. This is why I said she was like Gretchen Wieners. Because literally the bigger this church got, the bigger that hair got. Which also, the further away from the original mission she got. Yes. Because by this point, she started, they had started preaching how people were to discipline their children. Yes. And their discipline was just abuse. Like, it was always hit them, hit them hard, hit them hard, hit them hard. So we get to the first Black couple we see in this documentary. And yeah. The girl is talking about, there's one girl talking about how she was babysitting these the kids there. And there was this one particular Which, child. Okay, hold on. Let's sit here for a second, right? Because okay. I said this to you when we watched it. Mm-hmm. White people love to call in the cops, especially on Black folks. Like, that's a pastime, right? That's like yeah. baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> they do, though. White people love calling the cops on Black people. Yeah. It literally is like football to them, right? Like you it break is. out the nachos, you break out the Hormel chili with the fucking canned cranberry sauce and the, yeah, and the, the Hormel meatballs in the crock pot. You get that Velveeta. Exactly. That Hormel, you get that crock pot of meatballs with that grape jelly in it. Exactly. Yeah. Grape jelly. No, no, no. Cranberry sauce because it has more acidity. Oh, I always see grape jelly. 
But that's because niggas. Niggas is on that diabetic. No, no, right? no. I always see white people do grape jelly. That's the first time I was introduced to that was at a potluck at work. And some white lady brought that. And I said, that's what I will not be eating. I've always had it with cranberry sauce. And I'm like, yes. I've only ever seen it with grape jelly. <laughs> okay. So maybe <laughs> niggas do cranberry. Uh, possibly. But it's two sides of the same nasty-ass coin. Because it's always in frozen Bitch, fucking balls. Don't sleep on it. I'm not eating those frozen ass meatballs. Those things are nasty. Don't sleep on it. No. That shit, fire. In the time it takes to make them frozen fucking meatballs, you could have made a real one, bitch. Like no, yes. we ain't got time for that. That's why we got the hornbill chili and the and the fucking cranberry sauce. No. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's why you get the frozen meatballs. You throw anyway, that shit in the crock pot for two hours. Meatballs. We don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All off subject. Shit. What the fuck is we talking? Oh, the bitch. Yes, they love to call the cops. Don't know why no one calls the cops here. And but from the get go. But you know what? I'm not going to say I don't know why no one called the cops because calling the cops in this case is also calling the cops on white parents because they were doing the same thing. No, I'm, I'm speaking specifically of this young white woman who's like this young white woman who they kept telling to hit this little boy hard. Exactly. She was also very young. She was. And in all fairness, she very much so was. And she, she was, was also young. a member of the church. And she too. was a member of the church. So, so she, at she, some point she had been indoctrinated into yeah. like this idea yeah, of like, I don't feel but being confronted with like having to do it. She had a real cognitive dissonance in that moment. So I see why she didn't really act. Because she was, what, 18, 19? And it's like hitting, she didn't feel comfortable hitting this child in the way they wanted her to. Yeah. But also understand that this is common practice because of what she's been taught through being in this church. So it was a real cognitive dissonance that she was She talks about like the child, Joseph, being upset. Yeah. Um, and speaking to the father and the father's like, yeah, just hit him. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. And then the yeah. father takes him into another room yeah. and beats his ass. And he comes she, out even more upset. And she's like, and well, what then, the fuck do I do with this? And then because he wouldn't calm down, they put him inside of a wicker basket. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at this boy dying in a wicker basket, right? It's just the I'm laughing at the last the time we were together basket. and Sahar threw her black ass on that fucking floor. Oh, yes. Yes. <sighs> ah. He was like, put that little bitch in a wicker basket. She out here trying it. <laughs> <laughs> He did not call his daughter a bitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm I'm call. speaking very colorfully because I would it never call a, your little your little mama. I would never call her like that. And her, <laughs> her father wouldn't either. It no. was a joke. Uh it, it, he did say put her in a basket. He said you he better did. relax before she's in a basket. And it was just, it was also before he knew the little boy died in the basket. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's also with you. Okay, all right, y'all. So here's the thing: my sister humor is really fucked up. So take all of that with a uh, uh, a salt mine of he, salt. When he made that joke, he made it <laughs> as just it was weird to put a child in a basket. But he had walked out of the room before they got to the point that the child died in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> 
honestly, in particular, a wicker basket. Because when yeah, I think of wicker, I think of the Golden Girls. Same. It's such a weird thing to do. But they put the child in this this wicker basket. Which how big was this basket? It wasn't that big. It, it really was not that big. Which makes all this even. It was honestly about the size of like a medium to large toe. I was gonna say, wasn't for, it like a uh, large child. picnic basket? Like no. <laughs> A picnic basket? Who the fuck are you, bitch? Yogi Bear? I didn't say picnic. Who the fuck? <laughs> All right, boo boo. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they slam the lid down on this basket. Yeah. And the kid was quiet, but it's like it's because you know wicker baskets they have those wood pieces that hold them together. Yeah. So and let no ventilation through, no air through, and let no air ventilation. Now, they never really said how this child died. Well, they said it was a combination of suffocation and blunt force trauma, right? But they never said what was the killing blow. What I believe to have happened, and this is my this is literally my armchair detective from years of watching and studying true crime. Lord, you about to turn to Shannon Lester. Yes. Let me get on my Angela Lansbury for a second. Don't you bring, don't you bring (laughs) Miss Jessica Fletcher, murder she committed and or wrote into this. Murder she very much committed. No, she did. That's my theory. Like, why would you always, you always. She was always there, yeah. The bitch was trying to write a book and she said, you hoes are not juicy enough watch this i've always said that about jessica fletcher and my grandmother would be like what is wrong with you (laughs) like (laughs) think about it she's always there and she's always 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 plotline of her book like it anyway so what i believe to have happened is when they slammed it close that center beam that you find in those baskets hit the child in the head Plus, keep in mind, too, that he had already been being abused. And beforehand. he was already abused before. So yeah. and he had just just recently been severely abused before being put in this basket. Yeah, so I'm believing that it hit the child in the head, which maybe not knocked him unconscious, but definitely stunned him to the point that he couldn't exactly react to it because he the reason they slammed is because he kept trying to get out of the basket. Like any other living, like a normal fucking human being would, would do. Deal. So then it's like now you have him like kind of incapacitated because of this hit to the head. He was like seven. Yeah. And take that, and now he can't breathe. Yeah. But he's also incapacitated to the point that he can't take himself out. And they they chained. And they like chained, they like locked it the basket. With, yeah, so he can't. Sorry, then, y'all. This is like the trigger warning. Yeah, I we have to talk about it. Yeah, I I don't. I'm not. Like, gonna I can spend, make a joke about just about anything, but this is the moment where. It's yeah, like, this is. Fuck. I'm not going to spend a whole lot more time here, but it is. It's germane to the story, so I have to talk about it. I'm, oh no, yeah, definitely. Because when the, when I watched it, I was like, "Where these black people come from?" Yeah. So outside of what was her name, Helen? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Helen and Autumn. <laughs> so they chained the box. They left him in their all church service. 
which yeah. y'all know a church service could be an hour a church service could be five hours Even in this place it was probably three to five hours church. and it was probably hot it's a southern church and it's a cult <laughs> and yeah i guarantee you this was at least four hours long and it wasn't no ac on because you always were supposed to be losing weight even if you had the AC on, it's not like that poor child was going to feel it because this little nigga is sitting no in a fucking whisk, wicker basket yeah, that's chained shut. Just like ain't no air getting in that basket. So. Yeah, which, hold on, because we have to mention, too, that a few months prior, the same family had another child that died. Yes. 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 In similar circumstances. Yeah. Not necessarily in a basket, but it definitely was another child that died of, that died of suffocation. I wasn't sure if it was suffocation. It was suffocation because okay. I looked it up right before we did this, right before we started. It was the other child died of suffocation. Okay. Um. So, you know, arrests were made, whatever. But this is where shit takes a even harder left turn. I can't say where well, shit yeah. goes. Yeah. Look, the cops were already investigating the first death of the child yes. and then a second death happens. So when Shamlin and Remnant that bitch. hire attorneys for the parents and pay their and bail, pay their bail, and which they should the not have received bail. No shade. No, they shouldn't have, but and they essentially cover up the murder of a child. Okay, so you do you remember um, a couple years ago the black woman that took her children to a job interview and left them in the car, left right? Them in the car, yeah. And she had everything. She literally had everything except for the kitchen sink, a rinse, uh, 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 not a rinse a kitchen sink, a wrench, and a bottle of Drano thrown at this bitch yeah. because she left her children in the car for a few hours for a job interview. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, these people actually, who are also Black, killed their child. They murdered their child. Mur because, they murdered their child. But because they had the power and money of Gwen Shamlin and power money and celebrity there it is of gwen shamlin and her hair them. which apparently there was not an ounce of a clipping or a weave no no just a lot of teasing a lot of backcombing a lot of backcombing i know that shit was a bitch to get down at night yeah at night I mean, because wonder... you gotta, you have to wash all that shit out. And they said no, she, she took real good hair, real good care of her hair. She didn't wash that shit out. She had other people that was taking good care of it. So they covered this up, and you know all of that. I don't want to spend any more time there, but that's to tell you where we were. Yeah. With this church, you also have to. How did Remnant make their money? Well, Remnant same way as me go. Remnant kind of became a self-enclosed thing, self thing. They started opening a bunch of stuff. They had a recording studio in the church. Yeah. They, Which is part of the reason why, why John... wanted to marry was his, her. Was it John Laura? Yeah. Joe. Why he Joe. married. Why he married her. Yeah. Because of his weird, I don't know, country music career. But um, 
it was like everything the church was super self self-contained but also everybody that worked for the church wasn't getting paid no she would say you're doing it for god you're doing exactly. it for god you're doing it like the lady who did that shit to her hair she said she never was paid for it never she would do it for god the even the Latino woman the that woman was trying came. to do the way down Latino yes. when she was talking about, um, I went into this thinking that I was going to receive the same amount of wages that I was in my normal job prior to this. And this is something that we discussed. It was like, what, 20 to $25 an hour. Something like that, yeah. And she was getting $8, Eight. an hour. But then not even for everything, because if any work she did on Wednesdays and Saturdays, because they were church days, was seen as an act of God, an act of of the church. Yeah. So they didn't pay her for it. No. no one, all these people are putting all this time in and not spending any time with their families and no one's getting paid for this. Yeah. Even after conversation saying Mm-hmm. I need to be compensated in X amount of ways. Yes. Which is, but she's, you know, her and Joe are each driving a Lexus. I think there was a Porsche somewhere. Girl, there was a Porsche, a Lexus, a Maybach. Bitch, Rick Ross was there talking about Maybach music. <laughs> Not Rick Ross. Chris, Chrisette Michelle was hiding in the bushes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's, it. there's that like like all cult leaders only the leaders make any money yeah everybody else is just there to serve god to fun on the money you know well yeah and i'm sorry i was like and then they think that they're but the the reason like not teaching the holy trinity shouldn't be controversial but it was controversial in her sense because it was like she was saying, like, God, then me. That's it. That, I think that was truly the thing, too. Yeah. So Way Down was in um, many a church at that point. Mm-hmm. But it was when she started talking about, like, the non-existence of the Holy Trinity and where her place was, that was the problem. Yeah. Because, like, once again, let's be honest, um, we're all taught you know the holy trinity there's the holy trinity there's god there's jesus and the holy spirit mm-hmm. but all of these things are intertwined as as one entity yeah yeah um so this shit is just spiraling right yeah and her hair just keeps getting bigger the hair just keeps getting bigger but it's also getting more and more dangerous because the bigger her the, hair or the church the church because the, then she starts to, bitches both because her hair was highly flammable yeah because then it gets to where she starts to tell certain people they should commit suicide or it, without saying that you know it was like leading them to it without saying it because they didn't fit what her and honestly most of them were black but Helen because she didn't fit they didn't fit her standard of beauty yeah yeah so then we get to by this point we're in what year was this 2019 uh sorry 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 no 
I don't even know what year we're in. I think it's like 2017 to 2019. Yeah. And no, it was 2019. It was 2019. That's where we're at now in 2019. Or hold on. Let me Google to make sure that I'm saying the right year. Because the year is important. I think it was 2019. No, um, 2021. Are you talking about? We get to 2021 and she is on a flight. Well, Where she goes. Joe, Joe <laughs> she is goes to meet Ray Charles. Joe is flying a plane. Yeah. That he was not licensed to fly. On, and actually, hold on for a sec, because the woman, Priscilla or Patricia, whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah. She specifically had asked that Joe never be allowed to fly, fly a plane with her daughter in it. With her daughter in it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So they knew that you know, it's like they were going to go to Florida. They went to Florida all the time. Bitch, they were going to Florida for yeah. a Trump rally. They were. They were going to Florida for a Trump rally, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, as y'all, this is very recent. Um, so Where were you on January 6th, bitch? Well, we know where this hoe was. <laughs> In the Everglades. <laughs> no. Not the Everglades. That's not where the plane went down. So, All of to me, Florida is the Everglades. The plane went down in Florida. <laughs> I didn't go down in Florida. So they get on the plane to go to Florida, but Joe is only qualified to fly a prop plane. But he decides he's gonna fly a jet today. He's not even really truly he's qualified not even to actually fly that. Qualified to fly the prop plane, but yeah, he's fly this jet today. So Joe Gwynn and what was it like seventeen other other leaders of this? It was church. um seven of the leadership. Yeah, it was a bunch of people on this plane. It was like nine, ten people on this plane, and they get on the plane. And <laughs> I'm not laughing at the fact that I'm laughing at the fact that this happened on the way to a Trump rally because literally couldn't. Oh, girl, it's okay happened. to laugh at the dog. So the plane goes down. Mind you, they're in Brentwood. The plane goes down in Sperna. Now that sounds like a Middle Eastern dish that's gonna come with tahini. It's Smyrna, Tennessee. To give y'all context, that's like an hour. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. It, it's it, like it, an it hour literally driving. was. It's it's like an hour driving. I don't even think it's that far. Like it's not far away from each other. The plane goes down in into some water to a lake in Smyrna. Well, they say that it they say that the way the plane descended um, they were coming down at 3,500 miles yeah. a minute when standard is 500 miles a minute to give you context of how unqualified he was. Yeah. Um, this nigga essentially pulled Okay, so for those of you that watch Legendary or RuPaul's Drag Race, one, death drops are not real. They are dips. This nigga essentially pulled a fallout, which if you know, uh, okay, so you got dips and then you got fallouts. This nigga pulled a fallout in the plane. He said, cow. 
Yeah. So that's what that's what happened. Um, there was a wedding at Remnant Church that day. Yeah. And the lead, the remaining leadership, one being Gwen's daughter, mm-hmm. sent a text to all the members of Remnant saying, we need your immediate prayers because Gwen and Joe's plane went down in a controlled landing. Yep. Trying to, one of the things to note is that with any and every cult, um, and not just cult, but even religious organization, there's always this attempt to try and control the narrative. Control the narrative. And they were definitely trying to not just control it, but essentially rewrite, rewrite it. But Remnant was also, because again, they were very heavily focused on image and, yeah. and things of that nature. So their whole thing was about you they're going to write the narrative before you have a chance to and they had already been doing that all of this time like even Mm -hmm. the concept of like the skinnier you are the closer to christ you are was a rewriting of that kind of like narrative of like uh cleanliness is close Mm -hmm. to godliness and treating your body as a a quote-unquote temple yeah which bullshit if you believe it, if it gets you through, you go right ahead. And- Girl, let me tell you something. God has already said that pork was clean. Y'all can kiss my ass. I'm not here to tell anybody what to believe. You believe what you believe. I believe. I'm going to eat this pork. I'm not here to tell anybody what to believe or how to live. You deal with that with your guy. No, do what you want with your body, but I'm going to eat this pork. That And that's always been my thing. I'm not going to tell you what to do or how to live, but just don't try to tell me either. Like No, because I'm going to me and this pork. We have to deal with our respective versions of God when we get to that point. Bitch, because oh, mango the pork is everything. Whatever your higher being. Only acorn fed, that bitch be. is fatty and delicious. Listen, you deal with that with whatever your higher being or lack thereof may be. Don't come at me about my mango support. Okay, girl. You and the sport. I but love it's, it. It's so, so good, bitch. It's so nutty. I don't. It's fatty and it's. You are nutty. getting off subject. We have to get through this. <laughs> I'm drunk and I want Mangalisa the pork. Because I don't want to talk about this bitch no more. So let's just finish this. <laughs> but um, so after she dies, her daughter steps in, kinda. Her son divorces his wife. Yeah. Disappears from the whole thing altogether. Well, her son, it's also important to note that her son had issues with weight. Yes. Yeah. So when he was heavy, he was not allowed to be on stage, but he was a musician. Mm -hmm. So he leaves, he divorces his wife, he leaves the church. The day. Yeah. The day. The day that she dies. The day she died, he divorced his wife. He sent that bitch. He had those papers ready to go. Mm-hmm. He's wanted. He had wanted out for a while. He just didn't have a way out. Because no, he uh, he said about, that the marriage was like there was a loveless marriage. The thing about Gwen Shamlin is that she was very litigious. So when people attempted to leave, she would threaten to sue. Um, and not just not just threaten to sue, but she supported 
when wives left, she financially supported the men in their endeavors to get um, custody of the children. And she would also then replace the wife, replace the wife with another single woman in the church, which is why the lady said that she was going to slap the piss out of something. Okay, hold on. Let's sit here for a second. So (laughs) Helen decides, Helen is the hero of all of this, right? She is. Helen decides that she's going to leave the church. Yes, she was. Helen says to her husband, I'm leaving this church. And if I get a picture of you with another woman sitting next to you in church, taking my taking care of my children, I'm going to slap the piss out of you. If I get and the picture her. again, because you have to acknowledge that she did receive a photo. Oh, I didn't think she received the photo because that nigga couldn't have been that brave. She received a photo initially. Someone I think she was her. talking about other women. Receiving no, she photos. said someone sent her a picture of this woman helping her husband. That nigga was far too brave in the pew. Bitch, all this time I thought he was like not doing that, and she was like, "If I do, if I get this, no, 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 no." She received the photo, and that's why she threatened him, and then he left shortly after. Because she said, "I'm gonna slap the piss out of you and her," and then yeah, she goes. He left the church church shortly after. I was like, bitch, yeah. I would have left the church shortly after. Hell. Because she had received the photo. Fo- someone someone also had, Helen someone was a ride and die. sent her the photo. Like, that's the kind of woman you want in your life. That's like, I'm gonna beat your ass if you do this stupid shit. You're like, you know what? You're right. This is dumb. Let me not do the dumb shit. Yeah. Exactly. But you know what? Like, you're a good woman. But all this was all her control mechanism. She wanted people because like she would have people write in their wills that custody of their children goes to the church that's what happened with um members of the leadership yeah yeah it was it was like your children were willed to the church yeah when she died she left nothing to the church no and her excuse was well i I already built the church i gave y'all the building i gave y'all the building and the companies the publishing rights for her books. Yes. Oh, that's what it was. It was the publishing rights. It was the, yeah. pub- the building and the publishing rights for her books. But she didn't leave. because She hadn't updated her will. No. So her first husband was actually still. He was on it. The beneficiary of a will. But because of Tennessee law, they're divorced. He doesn't get anything. So everything went to her children. Yeah. And nothing to remnant. So. Not a single thing. When. She also tried to shop a reality show, but it was like, what the fuck do you be doing? On Wii TV, bitch. Yeah, on Wii TV. Nobody picked up the reality show, but when word of the documentary started going around, Remnant started trying to rebrand. Yeah. So they started putting out all these videos of members on, I've never been body shamed, and we're a happy, loving family, and we don't know. They pulled the Scientology bullshit. They did. They pulled the Scientology shit. And... So everybody's like, this is bullshit. And how dare you tell me what I went through? Like, it's- Yeah. The and people, especially these- you're talking about like body shaming. The body and shaming and the weight things. The weight stuff and, you know, creating those levels of insecurity when it comes to that type of stuff. It's, Which yeah. was, it obviously, it definitely happened because in, in, in an average church, yeah. it happens. Let's yeah. be honest. 
I mean, it definitely happened because these people were too afraid to talk about it. Yeah. Each, every one of them talked about how they went through different levels of anxiety attacks. And, yes. Um, they, you know, they all almost backed out at the last and minute. Keep and, in mind, the first four episodes were done before she died. Yes. Yes. And when after she died, after she everyone's died, like, we were so scared to do this beforehand. It was supposed to end at number four. Yeah. They're like, and to be continued. Died, and they're like, yes, it is continued. And then she died. And that's when they were finally able to get former members to agree to talk to them. Because up until then, only a few... It was a handful. It was like a handful of people. Yeah. Bitch, yeah. that last episode, bitch, they threw new faces in. It was like, what the, who the fuck are y'all? And it was like, even with the handful of people of that, of that handful, I think only three were former members. Everybody else was like family members of members. The, if I remember correctly, all of them were members. Uh, However. No, I'm talking in the first was, four episodes. No, all of them were members. It well, was that no, last was like that, two episodes they pulled say, Demona was, Scott Young and tried to introduce people in the end. Well, it was like that, the <laughs> one girl, like the one girl's parents, they weren't members, but their daughter was. No, and but they were they were around consistent it. throughout this. They were around it, but they weren't members. Um, and then like it was just a lot of it was a lot of ancillary people, people who had like you know, like a yeah. not necessarily super close involvement. And then after she no, died, her parents were a member of it. They were a member of the church and they left the church. Oh, I don't remember them being members. They were members of the church and then they left the church and her daughter, their daughter stayed in. I remember them talking. Yeah, I don't. Okay, sure. <laughs> Which yeah, is why it was so hard for them because they had such a relationship with the people in the church that when they left and their daughter stayed in, it became so much, it became so fucked up and problematic. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that, but that's, you know, I mean, <laughs> I blocked a lot of this out of my head because the shit was traumatizing. So it's, it's thriving, Oof. but I thrive in violence and negativity. I try not to. Because a rose is still a rose. I've had enough going on. I don't need that it's sitting in my spirit. Look here, but, baby um, girl, you are still a flower. So <laughs> in those, but the last two episodes did come after she died because all these people were willing to speak because they no longer had she was fear finally dead. of any type of retribution, whether it's financially, legally, or whatever else yeah. coming from the church. Because they're because like her daughter. They haven't seen her in person really since is. her mom died. Yeah. So this church is still active, but one can question what the leadership looks like because it's kind of oh, like man. a rudderless boat at this point. It's like the B squad of men, to be perfectly honest, because the daughter is in essentially sec seclusion. Yeah, she's been in seclusion. The son left. Yep. A lot of you know, it's there's this weird rebranding trying to happen. But like he wasn't left in anything regarding the church because he was quote unquote unstable. Yeah. Which to be perfectly honest, he probably is because of the shit he had to deal with. Because of the shit that he went through being raised by this crazy bitch. Yeah. But it's like so there's 
again, this church is still active and they do still have members and there's still people that tout their praises. And if it gets you, if this is where you found your salvation, you get there how you get there. But I don't know. Okay, so I want you to take a moment, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to think about Gwen Shamblin's hair no. as they were going down. No. <laughs> no. I won't do it. Think about it. Think about it. Let it set in. Let it set in. No. No. <laughs> that shit was all over the place. Between her. You know no, she I'm was sure screaming. She didn't move. Like, I'm sure that shit was like a helmet. You know how much hairspray you got to put in your head to keep that shit up there? Yeah, but that's if you're not plunging into the depths of a lake. Guarantee you that shit was still steady when they found her. But you know she a white woman. You know she was doing this. It was a lot of this. But I guarantee it was a lot of this. You, I well, guarantee I you that busy. bitch has so much back <laughs> so combing and hairspray. Look, this motherfucker pulled out the Aquanet. She didn't found the Vidal Sassoon. She didn't. I bet this mama okay, has don't so you bring much, the doll into this. She has so much 80s hairspray in her head. I mean, she was already they, highly flammable. When I'm sure the rest of the cabin caught on fire day, because her, her hair, hair was tender. Was still intact. Oh no, that shit burst into flames. <laughs> I'm sure that shit burst into flames, and that's why everybody else died. Possibly. It blew up the other half of the plane. That is a possibility. Knock on wood. I'm sorry, God. Let me not be too hateful. Yes. I don't want to block my blessings. I mean, but also, this letter was like somebody said, I've never seen the devil, but I have met Gwen Shamblin. Then you honestly have seen, which tells you Satan all you need to know about this woman. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, like this, this woman wreaked havoc through a lot of people's lives, and now, like a lot of these people are trying to find a way to hold Remnant accountable. But here's the thing, kind of, it's hard, right? Because you can't really prove that Remnant did anything. The only things that you can prove that Remnant, that Remnant Church did was one, have a fucked up ass weight loss plan, two pay for parents who killed their child yes and but i'm talking to these people that's it talking to these people personally who are looking for some type of retribution because they're like well what about financially well i mean you willingly gave your money and time to the church like how do we classify like how do we quantify this and that's the thing about dealing with cults especially religious cults Mm mm-hmm because so much of what you do outside looking in is voluntary. Yeah. Even though, like, there are people who, like, one lady said she got pregnant after she left the church, and they were like, were you bulimic? Because you have holes in your kidney. Oh. Oh, no, and- wait a minute. You're confusing, because there was that darker-skinned woman with the curly hair who got pregnant and had a miscarriage. Because the, uh, the, the Spanish woman also got pregnant. She's the one they asked was she bulimic. Oh, did she? Did she also get pregnant? She got pregnant. They asked was she bulimic. And but no, and she had just been quote unquote. She fasting. said she said no. She had just been fasting. They said, well, you have holes in your kidney. Yeah, like and no, you're suffering why, from anorexia. That's why she gained so much weight 
after she would stop fasting because your body goes into shock her food the food is literally turning immediately into fat because her body was trying to To fucking save itself yeah and it said she said it took her like three to five years for her body to get back normal yeah for your body like she's still working on it because remember this shit just happened a year ago really recently honestly like the a year or two ago like so her body is still resetting yeah like and let alone dealing with the emotional implications because that's going to last a lot of the lot longer talked about how they could they attempted to commit suicide yep multiple different times um there was one guy who was just really just a mess behind the emotional shit that happened through this well there was that woman that left the church and she was convinced that there was a curse on her from Mm -hmm. Gwen because she left and her and her husband were like oh we're gonna have this new baby you know that bullshit when like couples are like oh we hate each other but we're gonna have this kid because it's gonna bring us back together which i hate to downplay it that way but just for time wise yeah um and she ended up unfortunately like having a miscarriage Mm -hmm. and then having to deal with the idea that your religious leader could have possibly quote unquote put a curse on you because you decided this was no longer the place for you exactly like imagine that shit like the cycle the way that she like thank god she divorced his ass because you know that nigga wasn't worth shit yeah and it's just she was pretty you know that nigga wasn't worth shit But it's also like when you talk about religious abuse, because that's been coming up a lot in the zeitgeist lately. That's literally what this is. This oh, is completely. Religious abuse. This is yeah. spiritual abuse. This is emotional abuse. This is physical abuse. That it was commodifying part. spirituality and then weaponizing it. Yep. Yep. It's exactly what this is. And I am officially exhausted. I cannot talk about this later no more. We we hit the whole thing essentially i will say this um gwen chamlin is not by far the only one no not at all. um there not are really the worst of them i mean to be perfectly honest um there are many at you, Joe. not just i was gonna say not just white but he's right there because that did not make sense when houston was flooding and he locked down the church. And he said no. And now all of a sudden you find all that money in the walls of the church. Exactly. Trash, garbage, debris. Hmm. The only one I probably at this point in my life trust is Joyce. You know Joyce. Yeah. Short know. hair glasses. I don't even know if I trust her. I look at her side eyes too, sideways too, because once again, we're talking about maker church, mega churches. We're talking about capitalism. We're talking about the commodification of religious and spirituality and identity and, also and, and the, humanism. And also can't can't ignore that there's also a level of commodification of struggle. No, definitely. Because all these Because God's children are, always struggle. And the well, only way you get out of it is by paying your way out of it in yeah. these churches. Knock on wood, I've been blessed. And it's like, but they're I paid also, my way through blood, sweat, and tears. They're 
they're preying upon people who have these different struggles, whether it's a struggle with their weight or yeah, of belonging or with trying to find their purpose or whatever financially may be. Yeah, financially, whatever their struggle may be, they're like preying upon these people who have these different types of struggles. Yeah. And using that to buy their multi-million dollar homes. Exactly. Private jets. Creflo dollar. Uh, uh, Creflo. Full stop. Um, <laughs> I, so as a, I, I pray to God, right? I have my God that I pray to. And my God is, some of y'all might know this God, but for me, this is my God because it's my relationship with my God. Um, I want to wrap this up by saying man is flawed. Yes. And if you are a person who has a belief in something outside of yourself, whatever it is that you believe in, Mm -hmm. that whatever that is or whatever that entity is, is in any and every and every any and every solid thing that you do any every solid space that you go in it is there all the time if that is something that you need to make through today i do my god is in every single solitary thing that i do right wrong or indifferent whether it's you know a little precarious or problematic you know he might side eye me and that's when i go all right god i'll shut up shut up but nonetheless God is in everything, every ounce of everything for me. Once again, Mm -hmm. there is no man in this world living, breathing or dead that can ever tell me about my God Mm -hmm. and what my God has done for me at all, because that is my relationship with my God. And my God don't look at me and say, bitch, you getting fat. You know what tells me, bitch, you getting fat? Or bitch, you feeling insecure about your body? That is myself and my inner saboteur. But and in no way, shape, or fashion should anybody else under the guise of a God look at you and essentially be nothing more than your inner saboteur. Yeah. The moment that any kind of re- a leader, what have you, begins to trip you up about the shit that you know about yourself and who you are and what you do and what you know and what you don't know that nigga is not worth it and there's also just acknowledging that as long as man is flawed man Man is is flawed yes there's always going to be somebody trying to prey upon and exploit any and every flaw in or insecurity, whether it's in a religious sector, a financial, a relationship, whatever it may be. We just so, going to call this nigga S.C. Takes. Oops. <laughs> you can so fill it, it the blanks, bitch. Yeah. It is very much just keeping a level. Or Skylar Terry. Keeping a level of awareness about yourself and also sometimes you have to take the self inventory and say am i here because i'm getting something from this or am i here because i want to feel like i belong somewhere cuz once you get to the point where you start to want to feel like you belong somewhere that's a problem that's when someone's that's when you can be taken advantage of i specifically wholeheartedly say my god because 
there have been many situations in my life where I should have been dead. And for whatever reason, I am still here. Mm-hmm. A bitch has taken a licking and a bitch has kept on ticking. So there is a reason why I know that I am here. And I'm still trying to figure out the reason why. Same. If somebody is not fostering that kind of concept of there is a reason why you're here. And if we're talking about like weight loss, it should be nothing more than we're going to get healthier together, not focus on the physical aesthetic of it. Because focusing on the physical aesthetic of it is in a large part against God and the belief. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. If you believe in God, or whatever you believe in, you that believe. thing wants you to be here. And that thing wants you to be healthy in order for you to, to continue as masters or what have you. But it has absolutely positively nothing to do with the physical aesthetic or money that's attached to it. There are mm-hmm. blessings that come your way based on your God and your religion. Yeah. And you say, you know what? Thank you. What have you that is out here that has given me this gift. Mm-hmm. But it has absolutely fucking positively nothing to do with your weight. Yeah. At all. Yeah. At all. And if any, if and to be perfectly honest, if history has taught me anything, God loves a fat bitch. Let's be real. Okay. <laughs> no, let's be honest. No, I I agree with you. And but. God will always bless a uh, God will always. <laughs> I didn't I shouldn't have said it that way. I'm sorry, y'all. And that's God will always said, okay. bless <laughs> a, 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 a fuller figure person because at the end of the day, that person might be dealing with their own shit. But God will always reach out and say, girl, I got you. But that's not to say that God hates skinny people. I don't see why not. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I refuse. I feel like regardless of what your... I feel like health... Not only I just want you to be healthy. Whatever it is is you believe in, just want you to be healthy. Whatever is healthy for you is where you should be. But also, I just don't feel like so much value should be put on the physical aesthetic. Yes, I understand the irony sitting here as someone who is an active practicing makeup artist. I get it. But I just don't think that someone's value is not determined by the physical aesthetic. Because it's not. By their level of attractiveness. No. It's Even not. though society will tell you otherwise. Completely and utterly. But that's whiteness and, well, you know, and whiteness and imperialism is a conversation for another day. It is. Um, We good? We're good. Bitch, I'm about to fuck up this jerk port. Okay. Well, you do that. I'm going to go to bed, actually. I want to um, wish each and every one of y'all a good and pleasant and hopeful and fruitful evening and day and good night and lunch or what have you, whenever the fuck you Whenever niggas to listen to this, this. um i'm gonna say the nigga anthem to bed and tried to end on something happy and positive well i'm gonna end it with this uh god knows my heart mm-hmm. the nigga the nigga mantra yes and with that fuck you and fuck your friends have a good night good night